Hello, good morning. This is Bravo Lowdown. I'm Valerie, ready to dish and spill the lowdown. And the lowdown right now is Vanderpump Rules is scripted, y'all. Scripted. I think a lot of us have expressed that opinion for many years. A&B himself has had guests on his show. Watch what happens live, straight up live TV suggested this show was scripted and Andy did get very irritated and his defense is always these people aren't good actors. If they were, they would be doing something else. This is real. You can't make this up. And I disagree because the premise of the show was a group of wannabe actors trying to make it in Los Angeles, Hollywood and working, bartending, and serving jobs like most wannabe actors do in Los Angeles. I mean, the joke is pretty much every bartender or server you run into in Los Angeles area in the, what is it, the 30, the 30 mile zone, that's where TMZ gets their name from, has a headshot. <laughs> And a pseudo agent. So let's get real. We've all thought this for a while. We're thinking that about a lot of the shows. I am having serious thoughts about it with um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. I, But I don't know about, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to read um, an article from Reality Blurb. And I'm going to tell you in real time. When the fight at the bar with Stassi and Palm Sandoval took place, videos of from the patrons were leaking. And I believe, I mean, I haven't, if you know how hard it is to, I mean, they're on Instagram, you can archive, you can post something and make it a story, like a little bubble at the top. In all reality, this isn't my job. I don't get paid for it. It's strictly a hobby. I have ADD. I'm not that organized. So it's really hard for me to go back and like find videos. And then I will go through Instagram. And Instagram's weird. Like I'm not saying they remove the stuff. But sometimes when you scroll down, like it literally like jumps. And it's hard to catch. And you'll... Anyway, I, I'm rambling on too much about that, but a video did surface of the fight. The video that surfaced of that a patron or, you know, one of the attendees for Stassi's book club book signing um, didn't catch them pulling them apart and saying cut and moving people around. But I do have a video, and like I said, I I've got a... I may dig and pull these up for reference, but um, for now, I'm just going to describe it and talk about it. But um, it was of New York City ladies, Real Housewives of New York. They were filming. Um, it was the season finale. It was the one where Dorinda got pissed at, at Lou's Cabaret that Don wasn't invited. And they were standing in a circle. Dorinda wasn't even there. It looked like the ladies were, you know, talking about it. Lou and Dorinda. It was like Tinsley, Ramona. I want to say Carol. 
because Carol wasn't gone then, was she? No, I can't remember. Anyway, they were standing around, and at one point, down on the floor, you see a, a crew member, like, moving Bethany for a better angle, but they're not stopping the conversation. The conversation, there was no cut. He moved her over. She very, you know, quickly moved to where they wanted her. And the conversation went on and everybody ignored him. And obviously they were shooting, you know, from the waist up. So you couldn't see that shift. I remember when the show aired, I they didn't even end up showing that of the, the ladies that were. It was like Ramona, Tinsley, Bethany. And I... I can't remember. Uh, I'd have, but ugh, why am I getting so like caught up in that? So I'm just saying I am not fully, what I'm getting at is I'm not fully 100% on board with the shows are all scripted. There's some janky shit that's going on, like La La's Necklace moving all over the place. But I will say Patricia from Southern Charm, who a lot of people love, and I do think that she's a little more, when she does interviews, um, less filtered. And I don't think that she understands she's giving away things. But she has mentioned in the past, she number one said Bravo absolutely pays for all the parties. The production, the production companies do. So ultimately Bravo, I don't know. But she says every party you see on Southern Charm is not anybody throwing that party. It, Bravo paid for it. Bravo put it together. Everything was planned by the production company. She said she was had a beautiful spinning centerpiece because we, you know, she's really into her tables, and she had a beautiful spinning centerpiece. And they said no, 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 because of all the editing, the it would look like it, the thing was possessed. So, yes, we know they do editing, but then Andy gets pissed, too, when anyone says the editing made it look that way. I absolutely think editing can make a scene look a certain way, can make people look a certain way, can make it seem like somebody's saying a certain thing. Definitely, editing is huge, and editing evolutions, evolutions, however you say it, has a big issue with their editing because last season, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the season finale was a disaster. It was, it was like I edited it, to be honest. It was like I sat here in my little front living room office, podcast studio, and whipped out that season finale with Camille all over the place and arguments, and it was just stupid. It was so poorly edited. So um, I digress, but I'm going to read to you what is revealed. It's called, um, the website is Reality Blurb. Um, I find a lot of their content to be, you know, really engaging, but I think they hate me and they blocked me on Instagram and on um, Twitter and I don't even do Twitter. I mean, I like bump on it to like catch, you know, once I see somebody saying, Oh, look at this. I'll go on there to do screenshots, but I don't engage with Twitter, but I don't know why they blocked me. It was actually months ago. I think it had something to do with another Instagram account that 
has buddied up to them and told them that I'm bad news. I don't know. I'm not bad news. I'm just me being me. And I appreciate all who appreciate me and enjoy listening to my take on the shows. So Reality Blur, blur got, um, I, okay, you know what it is? And I am unprepared. Okay, this guy, Sam Keeper, who was at the Stasi book launch, he did a podcast. Um, let me see. And the podcast was for, so Reality Burp Blurp got all this. Oh, bitch sesh. Uh, okay. I listened to them. So I'm just kind of doing this in real time. I like scanned over the article super fast, but skipped. I honestly thought this Reality Blurp got the information from this Sam guy directly but no, he went on Bitch Sesh, so you could go to Bitch Sesh. Um, everybody loves her, and I follow her. She's not blocked me. Um, so here we go. She said they had him storm in, I'm referring to Tom Sandoval. They had him storm in. They did that fight five or six times in a row. They just kept having people go back to one. During the fight scene, which featured Stassi slamming Tom as an egotistical piece of shit, Sam said he was genuinely impressed with everybody's acting. Now, I'm going to stop there because, like I said, everybody knows that when the show started, these were all, um, you know, one, people that want to be actors, inspiring actors or whatever they call it, fledging young actors. And um, what he's describing here in this article, because I already read it, is I'm not in the industry, but I mean, I've seen enough, um, you know, things like people taking acting lessons and, you know, read a lot about different actors and their methods. So there's different, you know, ways to approach acting. Some people will walk on a set and they act. They literally pretend everything. Then they have this thing called method acting. And method acting is very actually rare and the more intense um, actors uh, partake, in, partake in it and method acting, I mean, I can look it up, but it's basically where the actor becomes that character and they won't break the character. So like, let's say on the breaks when they're walking around and they're playing, you know, the Godfather, they're going to walk around and act like they're the Godfather. And if you talk to them, they're going to answer like they're the godfather. Um, let's say they have a scene where they're going to run and they're out of breath. They will actually go and run and be physically out of breath for reals. Where there's actors that will just, I'll just sit fake it. You know, and they'll fake it. And, you know, and I've heard actors like make fun of method actors. They're like, that's why it's called acting. You know, um, I think, I want to say Tom Cruise is a method actor. I know. Maybe I don't know. Like I, I, I'm coming to the table with not a lot of research and I feel bad. Um, maybe I should have this more produced, but I don't have a lot of time. I want to bang this out because I got to go to freaking Costco later. Ugh. It's like after Super Bowl, I think we ate everything in the house. It was funny because when we did that, I thought I had, I thought I bought a lot of food for Super Bowl. I was listening to Andy and he was like, um, bringing his leftover super food, Super Bowl, super food, Super Bowl food 
to work and John Hill was making fun of it. <laughs> They're going to film also um, Family Feud on Friday. So I lost my article and while I was talking, I was looking for it. So when this guy goes on to describe Sam Kiefer, the super fan that was at the thing, and he might have been the one that leaked the video. He says they would they would be arguing with each other and they'd be very mad. My computer just moved. Okay, they were arguing with each other and they would be very mad. And they'd go, all right, cut. And the two parties just kind of turn away from each other. So they're still fuming. Um, they just take this guy and they move him over there from the shot. And then they say their last line. Not scripted, but this is the last thing you were upset about. And they'd turn back to each other and continue to do different versions of that to get close-ups of people. Sam went on to say things between Saucy and Tom appeared to get more real as the takes continued because they were getting permanently more mad at one another, replaying the scene again and again. So that's not reality TV by far. I don't care if they're reenacting a situation which I think I talked about where reality TV does that and they get away with calling it a reality show by reenacting stuff um, I think Shane's first season kept making jokes like no do you want me to reenact it um, that is definitely what happens I think on definitely Real Housewives of OC I know Real Housewives of New York did it because they slipped one time and they showed a uh, different version of Aviva telling Ramona that she has one leg. And I guarantee you, Ramona knew Aviva had one leg when she joined that cast because New York City, even though it's a big city, the social circle, circle is a small town. And she was married to Harry Dubin. I mean, come on. Let's all be real. You think Aviva Drescher was walking around New York City being a socialite, high profile with this guy, Harry Dubin? An ex-husband was married, has a kid with them, and nobody knew she had a freaking wood leg. Come on. Fake leg, artificial leg, prosthetic leg, whatever. So on the show, they showed uh, Aviva revealing to Ramona at a freaking pedicure while Aviva got the prosthetic legs, toes painted which I thought was really cute. And Love is like, ooh, and the way she acted. And so that's why they keep Ramona, because clearly these people are good actors. And they do the scenes well. You know who was a crappy actor? Cindy Barshop. Probably the worst housewife ever. And the whole franchise. It was like she was so not able to pretend the cameras weren't there. It was hard to watch in the freaking horse teeth brother of hers and the weird situation how she didn't uh she had babies and she clearly like used a guy why she didn't get like freaking donor sperm and i hated her i hated her and i hate to sorry i loathed her i didn't care for her I don't mean to sound hateful. So I digress. What I'm saying here is you definitely have actors on Vanderpump Rules. A lot of these people want to be actors. That's why they do the show. I mean, come on. 
if you're sitting there, unless you want to be in the spotlight and you want to be in show business, that's why these people want to do these shows. They don't do it because they want the attention. I mean, there might be a couple, but no, in their dreams, even Joe said about Teresa, she's always wanted to be famous, Andy, ever since she's a little girl. So anyway. He's, and what they're doing where they say cut and they turn and they don't look at each other and they're still like angry, that's an acting method. They're staying in character and they're keeping it going to keep it real. So it is what it is. I don't know. Um, for me, the show's still stupid. So it's still fun to watch. But the thing is, is with the new, you know, revelations that it's, probably seriously fake it's obvious tom's like i'll take one for the team sound of all that is i'm gonna be the bad guy mariano will be my wingman and i think a lot of the drama is definitely so um that's it so the show was really for me because of it's it's a very apparent how scripted it is. I don't like Lisa's role anymore on the show. Um, trying to help these kids, you know, trying to help these kids out and give them advice. I don't think that she really gives a shit. Um, I think she wants her show to go on. So she stands there and it's obvious she's bored with it. Um, she's just half there. I don't, I mean, her responses seemed um, baseless and, um, there's just not really a connection. I just don't really see it. I don't like the new guy, Max. I think he's sexist. I think that it's funny. Um, they set up a scene with a young girl, Danica to manage two. Did she say she's going to manage both bars during gay pride? So she's going to manage both par bars during Gay Pride. I guess Peter is going to be on the float. And he's going to be partying down and filming. So he can't work. I don't know where Guillermo, Guillermo is or his wife. But she wants this new girl to manage both bars. And then she saunters over to Tom Tom and informs him that Danica is going to be in charge. And he kind of laughs. And it's like, okay, sexist boy. Where do you know you're a racist boy? So I just have a hard time. And I also have a hard time really believing Dana is interested in him. And Sheena, yes. Because Sheena, bleh, she's got crap. I mean, whatever. Sheena's a, a dipshit. And her taste in men is laughable. So, I mean, Shay. I'm sure Shay's a really nice guy. But Sheena is so loud and so into herself. I just think it's funny that she married Shay. He's like a mouse. And it was sad what she did to him. And I don't even know if that shit was real. So at the end of the day, they went to, uh, let's get back to the stupid show. Because I know I have contempt for this, you guys. And this is just because how it's going to have to be. So if I'm going to do the, the recaps, there's, I'm just going to do a shitty fucking recap. And I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care if anybody doesn't listen. But I'm going to talk about it because I am invested. 
thing is, I was like in my 40s when I started watching this show. Now I'm freaking 50. And I'm like, I can't. Um, when I was in my 40s and I watched it, I was almost embarrassed. Like, I can't believe I'm obsessed with these kids, you know, these young people that are goofy. So I'm sorry, I can't get into new people that are even younger than the, the, the ones that I just can't. And, um, you know, they showed Dana and this guy together or in someone's apartment and then she confronts him and says, guess what? She knew so the reason why you guys broke up because you left with the best friend. Oh, that's not true. Well, you know what? Do we really care? So they go, let's go back to the crew. They're in Miami, and they decide, the men decide they're going to dress up like old men and surprise the girls at the club, which they do. They all look, I mean, it's not even like old men. It's like old, gross men that um, I guess you would find in Miami. I think that was what shtick was, like, you know, typical you know, slimy old men, but, and the girls spotted him pretty much immediately and they had fun and, um, they put a big picture up of Jax and Brittany and I think that they do catch. So when it comes to, you know, is it reality TV? I think when they're in these moments and they just show them dancing and they sing stuff, I think that they do catch some things, you know, like Brittany yelling, you know, to Jason, we're getting married in 25 days. And he just kind of ignored her. I mean, I followed Jason until he blocked me recently. Um, I noticed during the whole marriage process that he posted a lot of stuff about getting married. Somebody want to prove me wrong. They can't, they can. But I always noticed he would never say, I love you, Brittany. You mean the world to me. I So excited. He would say, my bride. My best friend, Brittany's my bride and my best friend, and I, I don't like want to be called my husband's best friend because that's what we're not. Because he actually has a best friend, and it's a guy, and that's his best friend. I'm his freaking lover, his mate, the mother of his children, soulmate, things like that. But no, if he ever said this is my best friend. I would feel like that's an indication that it's a platonic relationship. So Jax would post that. Brittany once posted while they were, like I said, leading up to the wedding. They were on a tropical, beautiful vacation and were riding um, wave runners or whatever they're called around. And um, they were on a beach. I think they were in Mexico. And Jason was pulling the the wave runner onto shore and he fell down on his butt and he turned and saw Brittany laughing at him and she was filming it. And he kind of, she goes, she laughed and says, you always get mad when I can't do something. And he gave her a glaring look. And then when he realized she was filming, he smiled all fake and was like, <laughs> and I thought it was very telling. Oh, I think that's what got me blocked when I reposted that. So <laughs> I, I just thought it was really telling. It went around a few Facebook groups and that's even how I went and jumped on his Instagram and saw it, her Instagram and saw it on the live story, not a live story, but uh, Instagram story and was like, oh my God, it's like the real Jack surface. And then they were also in Mexico and they, somebody posted like an aerial, took the aerial picture of Jason 
with all the guys in an infinity pool looking and they had their arms on the edge and they were like looking over at the, at the ocean. And he's like, this is like the best moment ever. This is the best. And I'm thinking, where's Brittany? You know, and I'm pretty sure it was like a trip for preparing for the wedding and it was constant. So I don't, I'm sure Jax or Jason really cares about Brittany. I'm sure he's really happy to be with her, you know, um, but I, I don't think it's going to last. I don't think he's in love with her. I don't think she's his soulmate. I don't think any of that. I think he's enjoying all the attention. So the guys show up at the bachelor at dance off party at a strip club, which again, I thought was real strange. And supposedly everybody's mad at Kristen, but she's flashing her boobs and everybody seems to be enjoying themselves. So I think that that this whole Kristen thing is weird and I'm not sure how real it is. And then they go, um, and they start back at Sir and I'm telling you, I don't really like this new thing. And the, this Danica girl, um, is telling Dana, you know, it's not going to work for you and Max, this and that. And Dana's just like, I don't really give a shit. I thought it was funny. They show, um, Rachel or Raquel, I heard her real name's Rachel. Raquel carrying two martinis to a table with her hands. And having worked in food service, you don't carry drinks with your hands. You put them on a tray. Even if you have one lonely drink. And the only reason why I bring that up because of the whole, you know, um, it's a production for TV. So there was a scene where they all go to the hotel pool and have like a cabana day. And, um, there's a, you know, the girls are off talking clearly about Kristen. Um, you know, Katie's pissed that Kristen brought up, um, negativity from their past with accusations of shorts cheating on her years and years ago. And I think that what, I thought, yeah, that was pretty low, Kristen, because when that happened, wasn't the supposed or alleged cheating, or if he admitted he cheated, I remember it not being that big of a deal, and it was from years before, because they'd already been together for a little while when the show started, and so when that happened, you know, there were years into their relationship, right? I mean, I could be wrong. Like I said, I just feel, you know, when the show first started, I felt so weird. I was so invested, um, you know, and it, it, you know, it hooked everybody with Stassi called Jax, that she was the devil, and, you know, she definitely always has the upper hand, so they all go out also, um, so what I'm saying is, uh, Stassi and Katie and Brittany were sitting around talking about Kristen and, you know, the relationship with Carter really disturbs them. And Stassi made a talking point in her interview about how, you know, it's sad because it used to be all of us, the witches of WeHo, talking about um, other people. And here we are talking about Kristen and it's sad. Well, if you think it's so sad, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. But it wouldn't be interesting TV. I will say I love those big old punch bowl drinks they bring out with the huge straws. Those are pretty cool. I want to have a cabana day. I noticed Lala is, like, she was there. She's kind of not 
so much involved. I thought it was odd that she felt she needed to take Carter aside at the very, you know, I think it was like the first episode, wasn't it? And talk to him and it's like, Lala, take a seat. You know, you're new. These people were really real friends, you know, that started the show. And but anyway, you know, it's the same thing. Brittany, just be in the background. Go marry Jackson. Be quiet. So, the, so Kristen is having her own little sidebar with Sheena because that's pretty much all she's going to have. And it is, it's kind of sad. So they go um, and have also a couple's party. Everybody's got little, what are they called? Banners? Oh my gosh. I don't even know the word for it, but they're all draped in a sash. Excuse me. And the talk is, of course, of Kristen, and that's the drama, and people are weighing in on it, and Tom and Tom are friends again, and they're all happy and dancing, and, um, you know, people are trying to figure out the situation with Kristen, which is just absurd. It's like, I, I just, like, you're on vacation, you're celebrating a wedding, why is everybody talking about Kristen? So there was a flash at Sir with some exchanges between Lisa Vanderpump and Dana and Dana and Danica and a lot of it, I, you know, I'm just going to say scripted, scripted. So it is what it is. So I just, that's, Jason Jacks has said this many times. A lot of reality shows pull people together, and it's very rare that they're all already friends. You're going to find that in um, Vanderpump Rules, and I think maybe Chaws of Sunset to an extent. I think that they all did know each other, um, hung out together at one point in time because they're from a small community of Persians in, you know, the Beverly Hills, Los Angeles area. Um but most of the shows, like even Real Housewives, you had Gina and Vicky were real friends. They were neighbors. They were friends. They weren't like besties or anything. But, you know, you had that organic thing. But, like, most of the shows start off where they just kind of put a group of people together and then say, okay, act like you're friends. And um, that's what's kind of happening. And I just find... I do think that the drama on Vanderpump Rules with the new cast is very manufactured and it's very fake. I just think that that's it. And I know I'm not going to say anymore. So you go back to the party and at one point, um, like I said, they're trying to figure out what's going on with Kristen and you see Kristen, I believe Sheena or Stassi. And then she kind of makes her way over to him and Stassi very dramatically repeats herself 10 times and says, I'm still going to be your friend. I'm still going to be your friend, you know, regardless what's, you know, and da, da, da. The show at one point they brought out life's big, huge faces of Jason and Brittany, Jackson, Brittany. And he walks over to his, I mean, this guy is just so fucking full of himself. And he walks over to his own and it just, oh God, he just, I hate him. I mean, Brittany can have him. <laughs> I think that um, she's probably the only person he could find that would take on this role of uh, 
marrying him, but whatever it is, what it is. And so they jump into a pool at the end, which is something I don't think would be fun with my clothes on and all my makeup, but I'm sure they thought it was a great idea for TV. And then they show previews of gay pride and James is starting to make his way back on the show. And it looks like him and Lisa have a tense moment that didn't end well, darling. So, I don't know if I should be doing the recaps because I'm such a fucking bitch. I don't like, I don't like the direction that they are going in with trying to bring the new people in. I thought that maybe they were doing it to transition the OGs into their own shows, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know about that. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you for listening. Bravo, Lowdown out. I appreciate you. Appreciate you all listening for sure. And I will be doing my favorite. It's on right now because New York, oh God, they're going to, like I said, they're going to drop the trailer and then it's going to be another three weeks. And New York is coming and we still be able to dish on the trailer. Um, and I will for sure be doing New Jersey because that's my show. That's my jam. Thanks again. Have a great day.